Can you believe in a finite object possessing infinite power? Or that a mineral can be proclaimed the medicine of the 21st century? Or that the power of nature can win over the ignorance of man? If you can, you will know why our mission is to get Shungite to the masses. You are entering the Shungite zone. This is the Shungite radio show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. And of course I couldn't find the mute button there for a second. Welcome to Shungite Reality. It's September 13th, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condent, Mark Joseph, Walt Silva, and Jalissa Helms will be on in the in the next hour. So, um, good morning, Derek. Good morning, Nancy. Good morning, everyone. Happy to be here. Yes. Um, Mark, are you there? Yeah. Hey, Nancy. Everybody, I had mute there. And then we've got Walt Silva. Good morning. Uh, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> always, always thank you for joining us. Okay, so um, where would you guys like to start? Derek? I am starting with my mute button. We have apparently mute button issues today. Um, that's interesting. Um, well, actually, off topic that we did not chat about before on the show... Are you are you are you doing all that? Somebody's making a no. lot of noise. No, I'm not touching anything. Um, okay. So what uh, I was going to talk right. about was. All right, uh, hold on a second. You yeah. seem you, your volume seems to be down. Does he sound a little low to everybody, or is it just? Uh, he went down for. Yeah, some he reason. did. For some reason, your your volume dropped. I'm literally not touching anything on the desk. Huh. Well, I sit here and chat. You can see if you can turn me up, maybe. No, I can't. I'm not I, even holding I, a pen right now. What? I said I'm not even holding a pen right now. I'm literally just sitting here. Oh, okay. So who's, who's who's shuffling things around the desk? It sounds like they're shuffling things around I, the desk. Nope. My stuff's heavy shungite, and I'm not even touching it. No, huh. no, no. Okay. And and, my uh, hmm. Your headphones are, are in all the I way? I don't have headphones. I have the Yeti I've had for years sitting a foot from me. I'm not touching. I'm literally my hands are on my lap. Okay. I'm all right. Here. Okay. It's not. It's not there. It's not there. There. So the people that were monitoring us had forgotten to turn. Somehow got their mic on, and we heard them. I've had this happen where we get stuff off. Off. You know. And I. I suspect that. You know. <clears throat> every once in a while, somebody's listening to us. That is not exactly kosher. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um. Right, move the mic a little bit closer. Just a few inches. Yeah. Though. You're good now. You're good now. Thank you. Right, but I literally didn't even move in my seat. But anyway, <laughs> well, was that to distract us from, oh, well, maybe what the heck was I even going to bring up now? Um, interesting. I'll have to maybe come back to that one. Cause I was, yeah, because I was going to bring, oh, geez. All right, let yeah, me, what, all right, all right, all right let's, just, let's just reset here for a second. All right, <clears throat> so what we're going to do right now is uh, you, those of you that listen to our other shows, Mark and I do Radio 5G, but we record it on Monday, and then we play it. For the, 
Derek, are you talking? Why are you talking? Yeah, I'll tell you something, but I didn't realize it's patchy over here, so I didn't realize I cut you off. Sorry, go ahead and finish. Did you have something to say? Oh well, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off because that's I thought you were done. But what I was gonna say is Yasmin just chatted in. She clearly is intuitive. That's what I was gonna bring up. Mercury retrograde, and she chimed in in chat and said oh, exactly. Oh, okay, all right. So, so go with the mercury, mercury retrograde. <laughs> I know that's what I'm telling. Yeah, and then you paused over here on my end, but you didn't. That it made me interrupt you. So anyway, wow. <laughs> Apparently, we need to talk about mercury retrograde. What I was gonna say before everything went kind of hectic was um. And this only, I'll just bring this up for neither here nor there, but I would, I saw online at least the Mercury retrograde, and I don't know if this is a loose dated thing. Somebody else chime in if they know, please. But I saw that it was on September 9th. Nancy, I don't know if you remember, but that's also my birthday. And then it goes on to, I don't know, October something. So, if, again, if anybody knows these dates, and it, is it a loose type of thing, or are they hardcore or September 9th or whatever, but I'll tell you, and I don't have a large 3D understanding on Mercury retrograde, um, but it is crazy legit from my perspective as far as, well, everything energy and everything is energy. So, I mean, even even readings are going off the charts on on just what happens to stuff in life. So I just wanted to bring that up as one of the topics today to, to get more insight in that um, because I'm one of those that I don't have some – metaphysical calendar in front of me looking well here in september the blue moon the blood moon this that and the other and as i'm finding out and i'm not dissing these things because i'm finding out oh my gosh there is so something to all of this and i know i'm kind of behind on that but that's you know i don't get into the 3d what i say stories initially i come at it from energy first and then i realize that you know some of the stuff's you know have an effect on me or not and this one does so that's why i was bringing it up i don't know if any of you three had something to chime in on the Mercury retrograde? Well, Mer Mercury doesn't go backwards. Retrograde means going backwards. It doesn't go backwards. But it's a perception that we have on Earth. But to see from the, from the ancient times that you've got this one thing that is different than the stars that seems to go backwards, it is a significant impact in the, you know, our original primal minds. And once you get those things set, when you see the, the blood red of the moon, of the full moon, all of these things people put energy into. So it doesn't even have to be, you know, some kind of a 3D situation that is affecting the energy of everything. Yes, that happens. But well, energy, there, is a, there is something to, well, what you're saying is true. You have to take into consideration geometry and movement. And when a when the body that you're observing from again from the point of earth of being from the point of being that you're looking at it from earth and you're looking at it and it's moving in reverse instead of moving in the same direction that the earth is moving you're seeing it as moving in reverse okay when that happens that means that planet is on the other side of the sun so the energies that are coming to us are not the same as when the planet is moving in the same direction as the Earth, because they are not going through the sun first before getting to us. So there is an energy component. The the, the geometry and placement does have, have does play a role, and there's a geometry, there's a the energy component, because it's actually on the other side of the sun. So the energies are different. Well, That's yeah, why they're, they're different from every second. But what I'm yeah. saying here is that the human thought form, 
embellishes <laughs> these things with a tremendous amount of energy that cannot be 3D explained. So if people think that, you know, they're going to have an effect because the Mercury's in retrograde, well, heck, I, it seems like Mercury's always in retrograde. I don't find it specifically affecting me one way or the other. Um, I think it's interesting that you say you, you do, uh, Derek. In, well, in and I never, yeah, no, I always saw that as memory because I had no understanding. So I'm trying not to be rude or diss anything um, from, you know, understandings. And But again, from a, a neutral perspective like mine that didn't go out there and read all this stuff, oh, no, it absolutely. And I'll just have, have to use my vague terms in our limited language. But from my woo-woo perspective and energy, the more I become, and that's becoming a thing too, so more, I don't know, as I'm becoming more of what I already am, I'm finding out those things affect me even more. So the more metaphysical, let's just I go with that loose term, you become or the more you start perceiving your reality from those senses rather than physical ones, metaphysical senses, you know, your chakras and whatnot, well then, I'm just, again, from just my perspective, the more those other energies affect me. Because I'm hanging out in the metaphysical more. You see in your aura, lots of ways of describing these crazy things. But the more energetic, less 3D, again, lots of ways of describing it, the more that does affect you. Again, from my perspective, because when I was asleep in 3D and these things would happen, you know, I'm sure I perceived this, that, and the other, but blew it off really quickly, whether it be a subtle energy, just flush of this, that, or around me, or I heated up really quickly for whatever reason. You know, and when we're asleep here, and there's air quotes you don't see, you don't pick up on those subtle energy things as much. You're like, well, I ate something bad, and you move on with your day. You don't realize those tie into other things, um, but those do heighten as well um, the more you start perceiving the metaphysical. Well, so, the, yeah, Nancy, I did, go ahead. The, the, the Mercury retrograde is, and again, I haven't paid too much attention to it because I didn't see it affecting me. Every day, the energies are different. I mean, I don't expect to wake up and find the day, that, the day, that the energies are, are the same as when I went to sleep. The sun came up. Energies change. But when, when, when you're dealing with the Mercury retrograde, it seemed to always be something's breaking, everything's breaking, everything's breaking. You know, do you, what is it, what are the subtle energies that you're feeling? Are you seeing it affecting computers and my, mouses and, or, or is oh, it yeah. even beyond that? Oh, definitely yes to all of that. I can walk through the house, lights will start dimming again like it's on some TV show. I'll make believe. Fans, uh, pick your electronic, it happens. Um, and the more heightened I am, in the, and this isn't everybody thing, it isn't everybody thing I'm saying, but I'm just talking about myself. Um, so I'm not trying to say it's a Derek thing. But when I get heightened emotionally, be excited, upset, happy, whatever, pick your emotion, heightened energetically on those frequencies, it does have an effect. So I'll say, I don't know, terms like the thinning of the layers, the merging, um, that's, those terms kind of fit. I don't like those limited perceptions we get when we say those things, and I don't have anything better to replace them with, but yeah, that's a thing that's happening, and I need to, from, again, my perspective, I have to doubly check myself, because even if I'm driving down the road on the highway, let's say, and let's say somebody's cut me off and annoyed me, I'm just making up a story here, and I start to get agitated them, I check my thoughts because I see immediate response on those people. And it goes both ways in the love and light as well, which is where I would like to be all the time. Um, but no, it's, it's everywhere. All heightened energies, which means emotion, and 
your imagination is an energy. That's a frequency. So I'm telling you also, if you're into manifesting or things like that, which, you know, that's just one vague way of, of terming um, it, you, I'd really get involved in that now because that, that whole manifesting capability of us all is amplified. Uh, and that means on the inverse negative too. So that's why I was telling you that story about driving down the road, guy cutting you off with blah, blah, blah. Check yourself in your thoughts because we really, really affect our reality at these heightened times. Well, if, if what you're saying is true, then that over the years, having listened to and watched people with this mercury thing, um, this is just an example. We're just focusing on this example here. But the mercury thing, I've noticed that it does seem over the years, the more people became uh, aware of it, the more uh, effect it was having, I mean, people would say, yeah, Mercury's in retrograde, this is happening, this is happening, right? There would seem to be more of it. Now, yes, we talk more about these things now, too. But if what you're saying that your manifestation powers are, are heightened, okay, well, if you think that the thing is going to have an effect on your environment, then it would even be more powerful. Because you're in a, a high frequent or a high energetic manifestation environment, correct? Oh yeah, absolutely. And from my, I didn't know it was Mercury retrograde, so I usually fall into these things and then wake up, look around, and go, "Oh hell, Mercury retrograde! I guess that's a thing." And I, I know it sounds foolish, but that's just where I come from on a lot of these things that I just have no 3D understanding of. And I like that perspective because it's like going to a buffet. Hey, a new meal. I don't know if it's Chinese, Mexican, Moroccan. Who knows? Try it. See what it is. And then go from there. So I don't I don't accept if somebody says, that's spicy. No, that's perspective. I like spicy food. So what I'm saying here is, you know, I don't listen to others other than I, I take suggestions. And even in my sessions, I say, I'm not telling you anything. I'm giving you a suggestion. If I was doing this from my perspective, blah, 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 blah. And I go into it. Because I imagine there's other ways of doing these things. Um, I don't know. But I said the more, again, more heightened I do, the more energy work, the more. Um, and really, it's when I say energy work, sometimes I found out in my sessions, Nancy, that people think, wow, Derek sits around for three hours a day moving energy from chakra to this, that, blah, blah, blah. Uh-uh. I don't do any of that. And I don't strike these magic yoga poses that I learned in a secret society. And I'm not dissing any of these things, by the way. I'm just saying, so they're all great. And I'm a, I'm a vegetarian, but I'm not dissing that either. These are things you can do, but it's really just your understanding that makes the, the abilities happen, not, not a physical thing. Um, so really, it's just going with the flow, running with it, and the stuff will amplify. That's how I've been doing it as well. And Mercury's uh, retrograde is like a fast-moving treadmill we're on, and we just need to realize that it's, it's, again, I'm just trying to tie in some visual analogy here, but the stuff we're working with is moving faster, so when you talk about manifesting, well, heck yeah, and then that's when if you have the wherewithal as a being down here that containers are a thing, and we've talked about it before, and we talk about the dodecahedron, you know, the, the buckyball, the fullerene, well, that's an energy container, just like, you know, we've talked, a cup holds water in 3D, that's energy container, that imaginary container is another one. Use those things and you'll advance in these times because it'll hold those energies around you. So it's not just the fact that mechanical and computer stuff go haywire. That's just a, a, a symbol or a symptom of an intensified energetic air environment that instead of saying, oh, it's med, you should say, oh, 
Oh, it's in. in oh, it's retro- a good thing. It's a good yeah. thing. It's oh, it's in retrograde again. Okay, so let me get a grasp on it. You know, what do I want to do? All right, let's see. I want to plant my garden. Okay, so let's plant our garden right now. <laughs> you know. The, well, the, according to sorry, according to the rules of astrology, the the the, the definition they give for when a planet is moving in its retrograde phase is that it's expressing on the end on the two uh, ends of its because it uh, mercury has to do with communications okay so instead of expressing itself somewhere in the middle with communications it's expressing itself on the ends of that scale so either excellent good communication or almost zero uh, bitchy communications. So that so that was always always the definition. It's expressing, but on the ends of the scale of anything having to do with communication. That's that's the way it's in astrology. Uh, of course, it it's not a not a, 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 a what do you call it? A de- um, what do you? It's not an absolute. <laughs> Well, it is all energy, and uh, I'm going to go to the, do you want to say something more about the Mercury retrograde thing? Anybody? No, I'm all good. Okay. Um, Because the 528, now, I started to talk about this, that Dr. Lee Merritt, we were listening to her, and she was providing remedies or uh, treatments for the uh, not only the symptoms of the COVID symptoms but for um, the actual you know shot so one of the things that she she got into and I haven't heard maybe Mark has but I haven't heard go this way before Um, maybe I did but she became I see that because of the connection between the COVID and the 5G, you've got people that are waking up to the damaging effects of electromagnetic. The things that we've been fighting for for so long, now people are beginning to wake up. Not just because they can see now, uh, well, that there is a lot more to life than they ever knew, um, but because... Now it's being talked about as an alternative to 3D treatments. In other words, it is a 3D treatment, but you're using energy. And what's happening apparently, because I'm only listening to what she said on that one, but she was referencing that so-and-so is um, citing the the 528 hertz energy field as being one you should continually surround yourself with in this environment because there's so many other signals that are coming in that are so negative. So if you're listening to that 528, you're going to be in a better energetic standpoint um, was what she was getting to and or what she said. Mark, if you see, if you heard something different, let me know. So what, what she's talking about is the fact that the energies surrounding us are yucky. And that you're going to replace it with this 528. And all of that makes sense to me because I know what happens when you deal with, with mineral energy. Now you're de- dealing with sound energy. So I really 
felt as I was listening to it, and I think I said it on the on the show. You know, you don't need all of this other stuff if you got Shanghai. The other stuff just spills in and makes it easier and better. But the the basic thing that you need to start with is Shanghai. And um, the more we go down this trail, the more I'm certain that you know the concept of Shanghai in your life is imperative. It's just not something, well, let me, let me try. No, I've gotten to the point where I'm telling you, you got to get the Shungite environment. Because if you do, you're going to be in, a, in a, an equal setting with what's happening to you. As this stuff comes in, and they're dishing out more and more from food, from air, from water, from the, the shots. They, they're, they're, we're under attack. But you get yourself in a Shungite environment, and you're in a protected environment. You you can function. Your brain isn't going to cloud up. You're physically going to feel good. So I'm really pressing you. You know, metaphysical. Uh, mis, mis, what is your mystical wares? Mysticalwares.com. And uh, you can go. I've got a list, and I don't know if you even know it, Derek. I've got a list of my recommendations, which you should start out with. The very little basics. And just to get your, your, your environment more shungited. And, and as, as he's got so many different things, I mean, you gotta, you got to study it. you gotta, you got to do this. I'm just really wanting people to do this now. It's not just a, well, you know, you should because of these reasons. No, you should because it's a necessity, in my opinion. We've gotten to that point. Everything is getting more energetic. We need to be in a balanced, stable situation. And that's what you can gain from being a Shungite person. Now, going back to the 528, uh, I'm going to turn it over to, to Derek and Walt. Unless, Mark, you got anything that you wanted to add to that? Yeah. <clears throat> um, let me see. So having Shungite on, uh, I think you mentioned this in 5G, is that it does affect the nanotech thing and that's important because if you go to the bit shoot channel um what's the name yobo cat y-o-b-b-o-c-a-t and so he's posting uh jeff rents uh membership clips and so jeff rents has been doing um shedding shot updates that are for his members with the mit microbiologists so i'm i'm referring i think to the uh, September 10th clip where not only do uh, people who didn't get the shot get graphene oxide, but then according to Dan Wigginson, that's everywhere from food to the air. But um, people who didn't get the shot get shut on, of course, and what is shut on them can go back to the person who got the shot. <laughs> so it, it doubles back. But if you have Shungite on, and Nancy shared about this that because um, you had two people basically um, around you, and then and then Shungat was able to help. So um, I assume they can just get the the regular raw. Um, that should be good enough to to have, right? Well, it depends on what people can afford. I mean, everybody is you know a little concerned about the well, not everybody, but most people are concerned about the money. So you have to be to look at it from the standpoint of what can I, you know, let me, let me not get this to get the Shungite. You should be doing that. It's that important. I don't care, you know, if you can do that and get the whole slew. 
you know the 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 stickers the the nuggets the magnets you should get it all around you but if you're just starting out you know i i highly recommend the nuggets because they're so inexpensive and you can do so much with them but also you need to have those stickers you know um the magnets are awesome but they're you know again you have to look at your own budget but it's this important that you know prioritize it as a, as a spending thing so yeah mark yes you can start out with a little bit that'll help you get to a point where you will have the money to get more <laughs> but the, and the, also it's not a scam because it's not like you have to constantly be refreshing it uh, unfortunately not not recently but years ago a lot of people were under the the belief system or i don't know if someone was spreading the the information that oh the shanghai every so often you have to recharge it and i thought this is the stupidest thing i've ever heard why do you need to recharge it when it's bringing energy from the quantum that is absolutely not true so when you're buying the nuggets the magnets the stickers you're buying it for life you you can give it to your uh, your <laughs> your descendants unless you lose it or destroy it in some way so it's not like you have to oh you're you're stuck for life you constantly every month you have to buy the well you can buy if you want but uh this is not something that you're going to throw away that that's the, the point that i'm trying to convey so it's uh, a great point. I, don't, I don't like <laughs> well i think that derek derek start start putting on the website you know and, and in the store guaranteed for life <laughs> yeah yeah you can <laughs> The business of recharging it, no, no sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, okay, so 528 and um, the 42s, what is it? I, I, see, I see it confuses me. Numbers confuse me. But go talk about it because you got the article. You know what they're saying. She's saying that if you surround yourself with this, this sound, that it will stabilize your electromagnetic body. You know your bioelectromagnetic body um, to be able to to boost your immune system and ward off all this crap. And plus, it, it, the the nanotech stuff that's in there does seem to be, um, let's say, controllable by all sorts of energies. You know, it's not it's not like a it, we can control those damn things with energy, in my opinion. So, go ahead. Talk. Well, that, that should be. It's that's the thing. The same thing. Like uh, nobody, nobody wants to open the subject of speaking about uh, the placebo effect. Like nobody wants to touch that, because it just goes to show how incredibly powerful humans are. So that by the same token, that all that nanotech thing can over be be overpowered by your consciousness, because it's energy, and energy has to obey consciousness. It's just that whether I know they mean well, people that are working against this scamdemic thing, but they should not be saying things like, "Oh, this is this, this nanotechnology is absolute, and if you have to protect yourself, no, you can overcome it. It's it's your belief that it's super powerful and it's going to destroy you. That's that's what gives it energy and and the capability of doing harm because you're absolutely falling for it." 
you are granting your permission in this in this universe of contracts whatever thing functions based on a contract you are the one establishing the contract yes this can hurt me this can kill me this can destroy me well why not the why don't we stop doing this already and then it can't because you're canceling all the all those contracts people don't when people hear the word contract they're they're thinking of a of a monetary exchange of some kind. Okay, we have this contract, I give you this money, you give me that bicycle, something like that. No, contracts go beyond that. You you make good contracts and you make bad contracts. The very, the very simple belief, like you threaten somebody and the person starts crying. Oh, because you, you threaten them. That's, that's it. That says contract right then and there. You are signing a contract that this person can follow through with their threat, and they can hurt you. That's it. You don't need a piece of paper. You don't need a lawyer. You just did it. And that, that's another thing they never teach us in school, the business of agreements and contracts. So we have that power to undo those contracts. So if, we, if that's the way the universe works based on contracts, okay, let's start making good ones. And that's how we're going to finally cement this new reality, because... The, the Shanghai is giving us the platform for the new reality. The new reality begins with your energy being correct all the time, spinning correctly. Okay, now it's your business to, okay, what are you going to build on this platform? That's how, so many people wonder, how, how do I know if I'm in the new reality? How do I know if I'm in the old reality? Well, if your energy is spinning counterclockwise, guess what? You're in the old reality. So... <laughs> Shanghai is the is the marker. That's your defining that's your defining line. If you're on this on this side, if everything is going clockwise, you're in the new reality. You're on the Shanghai reality. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Most mo, mo, you're not interrupting. Most people would um, not know whether it's going you know counterclockwise or clockwise. Um, to me, it's just stability. I mean, because if you look at the if you look at the intricacies of our own electromagnetic bodies, there are all sorts of fields and churning and churning. and I mean, it's a very intricate thing. It's not as simple in my mind as uh, it used to be, as, you know, this one big body of energy field kind of either off or not off, you know, like you see in the computer models and stuff. It's now, it's like Derek says, we're all beginning to see more, hear more, know more. Um, now I see it as, you know, a tremendous number of toroidal fields. Well, it goes back to your DNA resonator, Walt. You know, <laughs> when you put that together, and it's... I, I, st I, I, I saw exactly what was happening with it because it was just like you got all these little... Uh, standing waves or, or, you know, whatever you want to think, all these turning little tornado kind of energy fields, and they all interact with one another. So it's it's very intricate, and, and to me, the, the important thing is that don't worry about left or right or up or down. Think about stability. Think about being grounded to Mother Earth and connected to the higher energies. You know, be a conduit for bringing down the love energies, the light energies, the knowledge, 
and and, we, and that's the big dis, distinct, dis, distinction that we have with Shanghai. You cannot use Shanghai for nefarious purposes or negative intentions, nothing like that. You can't use Shanghai to put a curse on somebody. You can't. It's not going to work. It's not going to let you. So right then and there, that's that's why to me Shanghai is is the marker of the reality where I want to be. Yeah, I want to be in this <laughs> reality, not not the one where you can go around, uh, you know, hurting people. Is plus we know we're on uh, on the side of Gaia because uh, during Dotan, the lady, the the Israeli lady who does the videos on YouTube, she's said that more than once that uh, the earth has made her choice. So if you're on the side of the earth and humanity, everything is going to go your way. If you are against the planet and against humanity, okay, you don't need to die to go and uh, get familiarized with hell. You are going to be there. <laughs> you know, your life is going to become a living hell. So uh, where, which side do we want to be on? Well, let me just take three minutes here and play Andrew Bartz's his reading of Shanghai. And Andrew is known as the uh, historian, what galactic historian. Galactic historian. Yeah, and he um, he has a, a track record that makes him somebody that you... Well, nobody can depend on 100%, but he's pretty reliable. And he was asked the question, and this is his response concerning what Shanghai is and what its meaning is to us. Shanghai is the planet's gift. It is planetary celestial alchemy. It is a representation of all living beings on this world of every mineral community or crystal community they have ever met before that's in their Akashic record. When every being comes here, it uploads its Akashic record to the frequency of this world, and this world stores a record. And inside that record is everything you've met in one degree of separation. Many people have also brought stones here. After a while, this planet has created alchemy known as Shungite. And Shungite is the representation of every crystal that's ever been experienced by every being living on this world, past, present, and future, so it is every crystal put into one. Just as we are having our awakening, the crystal and mineral community is also having their awakening. Their process is just happening before our frequency of time is coming to an existence. That's why there's a manifestation of Shungite in general. It is there for the people to use. But even the amount of Shungite that isn't used, it is still doing its mineral community purpose, which is ascending those beings who are becoming Shungite beings, choosing to be here to manifest what I call the eighth color of time. Our DNA skin suits are seven color experiencing bodies, and our soul is a seven color experiencing frequency in the universe of seven color sovereign free will. When manifested into our bodies, and going through the, the compression of the galactic central plane when exposed to shungite and a variety of other crystals, we go through the syncopated process of bringing more of the infinite source into our DNA, and shungite is a, a sample encoding of infinite energy into a finite object. 
just like a piece of holographic film when cut in half and half and half, each individuated piece has everything of the whole. We too, in our own DNA crystallization process of the awakening and the ascension, will use the metaphor in the actuality of Shungite and a variety of other crystals to create our syncopated process of expanding our DNA so all knowingness is within the grasp of the technology I am presence manifested in the now who's choosing to be in non-competition with all other parts of itself. So, uh, you know, every time... That's I a hear... very critical statement at the very yeah. end. Chooses to be non in non-competition with all other parts of itself. Yeah. Every time I because hear it, I hear it differently. <laughs> I, I learn a little more from it. We've been programmed to be in a state of competition forever. That's why we have such a, such a terrible time on this planet. Yes. Everything is based on competition. Sports, business, religion, you name it. It has the word competition and blazon on it. When you look at nature, nature doesn't have any competition with itself. All beings are provided. Every, everyone is taken care of. No one is better than anybody else. So that it just smacks that it's a, it's a made-up reality. It's a, it's a made-up condition to be in a state of competition. It's not natural. You, you know, might call it entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> there might be people who make a living out of being in competition, but it, it's not natural and you're, you're always ill for some reason, either physically or mentally or spiritually. I, I don't know why this connects to what you said. I sort of do, but I got to tell you that because, well, anyway. So I've got these two stray cat cats that are outside cats. I feed them. They don't come in. I can't. One of them I can rub his head, but the other one, no, you know, too feral. So and one is Gus, and Gus is the new one. Larry's the old guy. They're the same age, but I mean, he's here before that. So they started hanging out together and eating together, and, and, you know, they seemed to be best buddies. So yesterday, Larry, the day before, Gus finished his food first, and he walked over to Larry, and Larry just, I think he said, can I have the rest of your food? Because Larry looked at him and just walked away, and then Gus ate his food, you know, and I thought, well, that was very gracious of Larry. You know, wow, that was really gracious of him. So then, um, then last night, he um, they're out there, and Larry finishes his food before Gus does, and I'm I'm petting his head, and I notice that he's got some sticky stuff or something on him. So maybe it was me messing with that that put him in a bad mood, but I I I'm watching him, and I'm going like he looks like he's going into a state of aggression. And I'm thinking this, but I can't figure it out because, you know, why, what, what's happening? I mean, nothing really is happening. And he walks over to Gus, and he jumped on him in a fraction of a second. He jumped on him, and I thought he was killing him. All I saw was this ball of fur rolling around. And, and I mean, they weren't stopping. And so my instinct was to uh, kick at Larry to try to get him off of, of Gus. So, I, yeah, I hit him, but not hard enough to do anything to him, but I hit it hard enough that when I hit the pole that was holding up the canopy, man, it, I, I mean, I, 
I was I wasn't sure, but it felt like I had broken at least three toes. Okay. So now and then and then they stopped. So today I go out there and I didn't. I, I mean I, I figured Gus had I, I I felt that Gus would probably been bit because Larry had bitten me actually at one point. So I'm like, oh God, poor you know. So I go out there today and there they are again, like big buddies again. You know, and it's like no problem today. So I'm like, what the hell? You know, I mean, I don't know what's happening, but the foot. So, you know, you have that terrible, intense pain, and and it finally is subsiding, and it then it went pretty much away, um, and I didn't really notice it much during the day, but by evening, man, I was starting to have real, whoa, that I guess maybe there was some damage done there. So I put some DMSO on it because DMSO will take inflammation out of a, a three at the 3D level. But more importantly, what I did, because that wouldn't have fixed, if I had actually done some breaking, it would have taken the inflammation, but it wouldn't have done much of anything else. But then um, I said, no, I, I got to treat this as if there's something really wrong. So I went and I got the piece of shungite silver rubber that Derek had sent me. And I cut a, a strip that I could put on my, my toes and then put the sock over it and hold it there. So that's what I did. And this morning I woke up and I had absolutely no problem with it. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm tentatively walking thinking, oh, it's got to be nothing. Now, at the same time I did that, I also programmed one of Walt's, the terp turpentine spiral of Walt's to heal that. So there was two shungite mm, devices, let's say, that were actually working on that foot. So I don't know why those cats did that. Neither one of them seemed to be have any physical markings on them. Maybe it's just a demonstration of how powerful shungite really is, especially when you put it in these various devices. Uh, and a device, well, the rubber was what Walt put, Walt started that up. Um, but you, you got the, the, this, the, the, all the tools you need to become an energy person, just like Andrew said, you know, is in Shungite. So I'm, again, and, and you know the other thing about this, and I said this at one point, I think probably yes, tomorrow, <laughs> yesterday's show tomorrow, um, that when I started out with the Shungite, um, it was introduced to me, long story, you all know it. But I had, I said to, 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 to the guy, I didn't know what to do with it. I, okay, great, I got this young guy that does things, weird things. What do we do with it? And she said, get it to the masses. And I actually questioned that phrase because I've hardly ever used the word masses, I think, in all my, my writing or life. And I thought it was an odd word. And so I questioned it. I said, well, masses? Why masses? And she said, well what's the next word that you think of when you hear massive and a uh, mass and I said massive and she said yes human beings have a massive energy field and Shungite will unleash that um, so all, all through what we've been doing I've said we're going to get it to the masses get it to the masses and now like in Radio 5G the show 
every time you turn around, people are talking about the masses. Mass psychosis, mass hypnosis. Masses are crazy. They're all, you know, nothing to be worried about because, I mean, it's like the word itself has taken on an energy and a meaning. And um, it's that, I'm telling you that story just to show you the continuity in what we've been learning about Shungite and how it was gifted to us in, in a way, I mean, trust me, I, I didn't think we'd ever win. Never mind get beyond winning to create a new reality. As hard as I could fight and others could fight, I just didn't, I thought it was a losing. And it was, it was Shungite. Shungite. Shungite gave me the the belief system back to be able to say, no, we can do this because now the, the, the playing field is leveled. And so, anyway. And you can tell when someone is invested in the old reality because they can't even tolerate, tolerate to be in the presence of Shungite, let alone touching. It does, is it, isn't it does that seem, an indica good indicator this person is sitting in the old reality? It does seem to, you know, unnerve them, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> so... Derek, you've been silent. Are you there? I am here. No, I've just been searching different um, images, breaking apart the uh, C60 molecule, and just trying to see what it looks like in different shapes when you unpackage it. Kind of a hard thing to talk about on an uh, audio show. Silent, not inactive. Were we boring you? I mean, you went off on a whole tangent yourself. Were we boring you? <laughs> oh, no. I just multitask. I'm listening completely. No, absolutely. I'm boring me. No, not at all. I've got about three things going on here because then I've jotted down notes about things that I'm hearing that you're talking about, which bring us back to, again, we talked about the 12-strand DNA on the last show, but we can get back more into the um, the five. Uh, the 528 hertz, if you wanted, Nancy. If you feel comfortable with the DNA, go for it. Yeah, well, it really any of it because it all ties in. And you would, I know we're, we're kind of all over like on subjects like we typically are, but that's good. Um, but bringing it back to the 528, when I, I wanted to mention that because you're talking about Shungai and enhancing our reality and whatnot. So I wanted to bring up that is, I don't know, however many years ago now, it was around the same time frame when I started playing around frequencies, just getting different frequency generators and not just getting on YouTube and, and, you know, listening to this, that, and the other. No, I got, I purchased different devices online that there was no sound involved. It would just be for frequency. And I played with the beehives with them um, and sat around in myself. And 528 was one of the ones I was intuitively led to. And that was again in basically conjunction with Shungite. And so there's lots of moving parts to all of us in a recipe, I'll say. So no one thing really makes the whole recipe. That's what a recipe is, lots of parts and pieces. So what I'm getting at here is saying that um, these, all these different things combined, our imagination, getting in the 528 hertz and having Shungite around all can have a huge effect on you. And when I would get in the 528 hertz, and again, it was just a little device I could plug into my cell phone and it would generate a frequency. And there was no sound through this um, because there wasn't a speaker. It was just, and I wish I had an image, it was uh, basically a flat, it kind of looked like a speaker, but it was just copper coils kind of wound, um, I really am not getting too much description, but again, no sound coming from it, just the frequency, and I would bring it around plant, or put it around plants, the bees, to see how they would respond, 
Um, and then I would feel it, and how I would perceive it was um, a loosening of the restricted energies we feel. And sometimes we describe what I'm calling restricted energies as stress, anxiety, tension, depression, those crappy feelings and energies that we get into, even if they're not our own sometimes, we can walk in a room and feel that kind of stuff. Well, that's a frequency. So what I found when I was playing around these 528 hertz, not just that frequency, but others as well, but namely that one, um, was that when, and I didn't have to have it on around me. Once I realized it was a thing, then I read some, and I'm going to go quick here just to get to the gist of it. Read some science articles from the guys and cows that figured it out that said, well, by the way, you're a frequency generator, just what Walt was saying earlier. <clears throat> Excuse me, and we are. Well, I'm not one that has to sit around and analyze that for, for half my lifetime. If I realize it's a thing, well, then it's a thing, and I go with it. And that thing, in my lack of description here, gets even more powerful, which is what you were saying, Nancy, earlier, when you realize, and Walt, too, when you're, you know, kind of talking the placebo effect and whatnot. So I realized it, and then it went even quicker. So what I did was release those restricted energies, remember the stress, anxiety, depression, and then I also realized, which is also what we're talking about, your imagination is real, called manifesting. So I imagined myself more, more psychic, more this, more blah, 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 blah. And then hang on for the ride, because that's exactly what happened when I just got right in my head, realizing these frequencies matter and um, that they make a difference. And then, again, I just held on for the ride and went from there. And it was just, you know, crazy stories nonstop since those days. So, Nancy, what I'm getting at here is that's my short description of how the 528 hertz, and again, that's just one of many, um, environment I was in for a time for um, a breather. It was like being in the deep end of the pool in the metaphysical stuff. Well, it, it'll give you those little floaties on your arms or get you to the edge of the pool. It'll let you catch your breath for a little bit, take another look around kind of thing. Um, so it's, it's well worth thinking about. You don't even have to have a frequency generator. You don't need to get on YouTube. You can imagine the frequency. You can imagine butterflies. It doesn't matter because it all ties together. Um, but take that time to calm yourself. I don't know, Nancy, if that made much sense, tying it back to the frequencies, but I had to tie a lot together in there. Yeah, no, no, I think it was helpful. And, Mark? And you, the biggest key. Yeah. Mark, do you think that's helpful? <laughs> do you have any questions about it? Yeah, my mute button. Um, no, it's always good to have that multidimensional um, ways to go about things. Thank you, Derek. I don't really have anything add that, to add to that. but uh, So that you can actually, instead of bothering with a function generator, you can just ask, let's say today you're in the mood for a 528, you can ask to be showered with 528, so 528 will come to you in any form. It'll it'll be a 528 color, a 528 sound, a 528 smell. Uh, it, it, it can come to you in multiple ways, and all of them representing the essence in 528. It doesn't have to be just sound. It could be a taste. Yeah, you can generate yourself too, and you're literally, I mean, imagination's real. You can imagine it around you, boom, it happens. I do it every day in sessions not just that frequency, but other things. And again, from my perspective, I'm not big on pulling punches anymore. Your imagination is literally real. And the more we own that and realize it and get excited about it, because that's more energy too, the excitement, well, then that stuff happens. The metaphysical merges. And I don't have a better way of describing it, but 
it, it really is. Um, well, simply enough, you just wake up one day and, and say, okay, I want the energies that, that I need today. So whatever, whichever number is those energies, that's what will show up for you because that's what you're asking. Instead of you knowing what number you need, you just let, you know, just get give me what I need. That's it. You don't need any any numbers. That's exactly what I do too. And if I'm removing whatever, it's remove whatever's excess and overage, not frequency one, two, three, or color pink or whatever. It's whatever's excess and overage right now. Yeah, and we're in the inverse. If you need it, then you know you you have all that you need. Mm-hmm. Wanted to add something to that. So there was apparently I, I couldn't find this online. There was apparently a uh, some Soviet project um i think around lenin's time where they they had there was no adults around just children like um more or less raising each other i don't know for how long but just children around themselves and eventually they were able to um have like superpowers because it's like a feedback loop of imagination has anybody heard about that that project i mean that's bouncing off of what Derek's talking about imagination being like a, a real powerful thing. Yeah, but there's there's a very important detail in your description. The children did not grow with a limitation programs. Yeah. What you're describing is pure humans, humans that were raised without programming and without conditioning. You're describing what would happen if the all the cabal programming were removed from the planet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody would. Whoa! Did we just lose all? But they didn't need. Yeah, Walt cut out there. I think. Yeah. Okay. You're back, Walt. And Nancy, you seem kind of low. Yep. Oh, I don't know. I seem kind of low. Yeah, you sound low. Are you stepping away from the mic? No, haven't haven't moved. Oh. Okay, keep talking. <laughs> one, two, three, one, two, three. No, 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 I mean Hang actually up. keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Step it up, step it up. Can you hear me better yeah, now? Can you hear me? amazing. Can you hear me better now? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you did, but it worked. Okay. I might be it might be a Skype connection. I just boosted my sound here, so if it all of a sudden gets loud, let me know. Mm. All right, sorry. It's Mercury in retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. Oh, where, where, where were we? No, I was I was I interrupted. I apologize, Mike. I interrupted your presentation because just to put a comment that. The children were super, but not because of of what they were given. They were they were super because of what they were spared. They were spared the experience of growing up in a cabal-controlled reality. So there was no no limitations. They were able to uh, develop in freedom, not in controlled conditioning programming. So I I think that's that's great. We we all want that, don't we? If there's anybody out there in Radio Land that finds that link to that, I'm, I'm sure it's happened. If Mark said it did, or at least he saw it on the internet, it must be true. Uh, you know, put it in chat, please. Cause that I don't I've never heard of it, but boy, is that interesting. 
There was a thing a while ago, um, what's this guy's name, Drinvalo Melchizedek, he was sharing some stories about these uh, extraordinary children giving these demos to big crowds, like secret crowds or something of something like all of the crowd was holding a seed and then through these super kids will, they would make it grow into a plant like within minutes or something, different kinds of stories like that. Oh, wow. So that that's one source. Now, Mike, what my question is, how did they, the children uh, avoid being kidnapped by MK Ultra? They were in the yeah, Soviets. Man. He said Can they were imagine? Soviets. He, oh, was, he okay. was he was Russian. No, if it, hap- it might have happened here, but you wouldn't hear about it. <laughs> it, it reminded it, me about Nancy or your uh, comments on Streber and Communion. I think it was Cosmic Reality and, and the Say What Show. So I was subscribed to Unknown Country here off and on for, for years. And, oh, he w- this was an interview with Alana Freeland, um, I don't know how many years ago, but whenever she was last on. Uh, if she hasn't been on recently promoting the new book, but it was about Streber, because he, he's had experience in the military because they knew about his, um, he had some gifts, extraordinary gifts, and I think the, the alien connection. So he went through a kind of um, MK Ultra uh, program he was sharing with Alana, where it, it's this personality splitting thing. Like he does have an alter. So they would, when he was a kid, he would go to this base or something, and he'd be put in this like claustrophobic box, and then be blasted with some kind of sound, purposefully torturous and and, and painful to where, you know, you would have that split. And uh, so he did end up having an altar, I think. I forget when he uses the altar, maybe during some out-of-body stuff. But it's like, that was, I hope he writes more about that. I mean, he he has a ton of books, but um, that, that was pretty extraordinary to hear. Um, that, yeah, that kind of thing. Anyway. Just well, to you know, as I... I uh, um, Dave Corso and I wish Dolly was here uh, Duncan uh, I always forget Duncan's last name but they were super soldiers and I've got this recollection and it's not real I heard it I, I didn't wasn't there but it had to do with an operation where the super soldiers uh, Dave and, and Duncan came in on these helicopters into, I think it was Vietnam era situation, and they came a- across these children that were just like, didn't have any weapons, but were destroying them. And maybe at Cosmic Reality, if, if Dolly remembers that, that he, and he said, and they were talking about it, I think, on a, a big, big L.A get-together conference I think because I see them on stage telling that story so maybe maybe we have been doing the same thing you know remind me after break Nancy I just shared a thing in chat um I was uh up on stage with uh I'm not gonna give certain names I'll give it after the thing but a yogi but so some of these kids I've been in front of them around them chatted with them so I've got some stories on that if you want to talk about it on the next segment I shared a link in uh, she's on uh YouTube the girl I'm talking about. 
Okay, cool. Very cool. So anyway, yeah, We're, yeah let's it. let's take a three minute break here. Right. We'll be right back. And welcome back to Shungite Reality. It's September 13th, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit, Mark Joseph, Walt Silva, and I believe Jalissa Helms is now with us, too. So, um... Hi. Hi. <laughs> welcome, Jalissa. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, thank you. How are you? Good, good, good. The kids are good? Oh, yes. Just got done dropping them off at school. Excellent. Excellent. So, um, what were we going to talk about? Derek, you had something you were going to share. What, wasn't it you? I oh, I shared a, yeah, I shared a link. We were talking about those, um, 
a couple of topics before we went to break about uh, gifted kids or, or ones like that. Um, so I shared a link in chat as well. And let me say, so for viewers or listeners later on YouTube, if you want to do a search on the video I'm going to reference here, it's Girl Demonstrates Cool Superpower Third Eye. And the word superpower is one word in this title. Um, <clears throat> so if you want to look it up. What I'm talking about is, and so there's a little girl on there, um, I believe she's from India, and I didn't, this was, again, that same time frame, weird, Nancy, the same time frame of Shungite, when I, it, I would say within the month of being introduced to Shungite, somehow or another, I found myself um, online looking for metaphysical or spiritual events or gatherings or get-togethers in the greater Seattle area, and then long story short, I saw, I was, I, don't, I didn't find anything, <clears throat> excuse me, I didn't find anything, so I was driving around Seattle, and I started seeing some signs about, and I don't remember what it was exactly called, but intuition, psychic powers, this, that, and the other, so I wandered into the event center um, that was down there, and came up on, again, in this link, there was a gathering, and I'm not going to announce certain names on here, because I don't want to give certain energies out, or, um, how else do I say this? So, I'm just going to tell you, this is one of the examples I had, and I was, I went to this meeting of a what they would call a yogi from india it's a i don't remember it was like once and i don't know how long how many decades he was coming over and again i'm stably vague here for a lot of reasons um and then there was a gathering and then a group of children there were six of them and in this case if you look at the video see a little girl i don't know maybe i'm horrible of ages maybe 12 um so in her young teens i mean actually she's probably like 10 so she's young and there were six of them up there, and there was a whole. So I walked into this event. I was intuitively led there. I'm like, wow, how did I find myself there? And I was aware enough at the time to realize there's something more to this. So I went in, sat down. Um, there wasn't maybe 30, 40 people in this huge auditorium. Um, and then up on this big stage were these half dozen kids and a um, their, their adult counterpart, we'll just say, um, so he was up there in his whole demonstration. You know, they were, long story short, I think they were trying to get followers for this understanding or group. I um, mean, again, it's, he's a current yogi guru. They go by lots of names in India right now. Um, and then during this, again, and I've never been to these things. I wasn't searching it out. So just so I get that out there. And I was kind of off on my own, sitting alone in there. I didn't go with any friends. And during this several hour long, um, I don't know, seminar, we'll call it, it was a demonstration, they'd bring these kids up. And blind, and I can go on for hours on this, but I won't, and blindfold them, and they'd have somebody from this audience come up and check the blindfold, and it would be multiple ones. It was just a, a thing where they weren't, you couldn't see, and this was just one of the demonstrations. So then they'd have their kids walk around the stage in the auditorium, and this was elevated because it was a big place, so you'd have to go upstairs, walk down the aisles, and it wasn't packed. So when I was telling you, I don't know, 30, 40 people, a small amount of people for this stage, or auditorium i guess it would be people peppered through there random spots so as they're walking around they'd go down certain aisles again blindfolded completely and they weren't like slow crawling walking they were walking full force as if they weren't blindfolded going down certain aisles walk up on a person stop go around them and this was dozens of times to the point to where it was like you know um just just crazy obvious and then throwing oh throwing balls catching i mean all the stuff showing you that they had this. I'm going fast because it's just kind of a mute point for me because uh, it is a thing. So they were showing that these kids were brought up, and then they described how they were brought up from youth. Um, 
They saw that they were gifted, chosen by certain families, given to the the group, and then they were raised this way, and then they're brought out as demonstrations. And then the yogi um, during this, and I was kind of, you know, sitting back, we'll say off, out, hidden in the dark areas, because I wasn't wanting, you know, I'm just kind of observing. So we all get, uh, and there's, again, so few of us, we were given the opportunity to come up on stage and have a, I'll just say, my, I don't remember their terms, but a reading with one of the kids. And this little girl, and she was the key one, by the way, the one I'm, you can't see me pointing at here on the YouTube video. But she was the key gifted one that was um, kind of stood out among all the others, and, and they would identify her as such as well. Um, so we went up there, and I, the yogi did a whole, he did some third eye activation stuff. Again, I'm, I'm skipping past this really quickly. So there was a lot of energies and frequencies being flung in that environment for a lot of us there. So that happened, but that's not what this conversation is about. That's a whole other topic. Um, but when I did get up on stage, she was the one that I got to chat with for a few minutes. It's funny, my ears literally just started ringing as I'm saying that. Um, and she was giving me some insights. She, um, it's similar to myself. She's a, also, because you're not really limited. You don't get titles. You're not a medical, intuitive, a psychic. You perceive energies, and that's how I describe it. So when we perceived each other, she looked down, gave me a smile, chatted, and saw, um, I forget, I don't remember because it was so many years ago, and I didn't know I was going to talk about this. Basically, she saw no injuries, no issues, and I guess it was an unusual thing, um, including physically but energetically there. So by the time the whole thing was done, uh, their air quotes here, guru. Now, I will admit, the energies, frequencies were incredible and phenomenal, and I'm describing them that way for a reason. I'm not attributing them to any one person, but the overall was extremely heightened, and I was meant to be there for a reason. So some of that stuff happened. Um, and then I, I, I don't know how many demonstrations with these kids. Again, there were a half dozen of them that were just, they'd run, they'd do different things. They had no idea who they were talking to um, and describe um what they were wearing, where the people were going on stage. So it was just kind of, uh, a, again, a big demonstration type thing. And, I, again, I had no idea why I was even led there, Nancy, but I did get to experience that. So they were, times, they, they were blindfolded the whole time? Oh, yeah, oh, until they, we got at the, near the end, and then they said, well, for some reason, and these are my words, we're led to have some of you come up on stage and get in front of these people and blah, 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 and I'm thinking, yeah, it's not going to be me. And get up there, and I'm in front of her, the key one, and we get to sit there and chit-chat in private for a few minutes. And she's the exact age in this video. So, I don't know, you guys know, look at the video. Well, maybe a 10-year-old, I don't know, little girl. And then she's, let me just tell you, and I was aware of that too, very aware entity in that vehicle. I know I turned to that oddly, but it was in and around that vehicle. So, I don't know. If, if, if we're brought up in these vehicles from an early stage, I'm just speaking woo woo here. When an when an entity is allowed to expand in their physical body, a vehicle, I'm calling it, from an early stage, they're not given limitations. They don't know any limitations. So that's why a race car driver can win a race in a BW Bug, even if he's not in a Ferrari, just to get the point across real easily there. Um, so they were, and that's what some of these examples were, showing you there are no limitations. The whole psychic thing is not because your pineal gland is bigger than somebody else's. It is literally getting out of your own way, letting your imagination and feelings become part of your reality. And I got to experience that, which is why I'm getting all this because of the kid tie-in. Um, it was incredible. And I'll say she she saw me as well. So that was interesting because, you know, you don't go in there saying, 
I'm psychic level one. And I'm just making fun of it. And that's not a thing, by the way. But that wasn't a known thing. So very interesting from lots of perspectives um, during that encounter. And those kids are not that you need to hear from me, but 100% legit. And I know I'm leaving out most of the exciting parts just because it was so many years ago now. Well, thank you for remembering it. That's because I'm sure that you had an upgrade that you didn't really understand, but you got the upgrade after you got the Shungite. You know, oh, that's, absolutely. That, that's, oh, I that, it. Yeah, that's yeah. the other thing about Shungite is that it puts you in a state where you can, uh, let's say, you're feeling more comfortable with the information that comes to you that you follow. You you will be more inclined to follow your intuition. It just seems to be part of Shungite. You know, oh, well, what's that about over there? Because it, it not only does it help us get balanced, it helps us be more, have a better communication link to our higher selves. Does that make sense? Yeah, and that's, it, it yes, it does. It. Yeah. I, I was going to tell you something. Here behind the scenes, I muted for a minute because I had to show Jalissa. I'm looking at this video, and I just looked at the date. That is the month and year of this video, too, that I was introduced to Shungai. It's November 2016. Interesting. <laughs> uh, I didn't, I'm literally looking. I'm like, uh, look at this, Jalissa. And you're sitting here talking. I'm like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck? I had no idea. I'm not sitting here looking at this stuff. So, I don't know. Another synchronicity, we'll say. Um, but, and yes, to the, I know it was a minute ago, but the upgrade, oh, yeah, I, okay. When I got Shungai, and yes, around these individuals, too, I was able to remove more of the restrictions that were limiting me so that I could become more of what I already was. And I see everybody similar, by the way. So, again, it's not, because I, when we say the word upgrade, I don't want somebody to think, well, he walked in there and Guru Bob, and I'm just making up a name here, tapped his third eye and activated, yeah, he went through something. But I'll tell you, that's not what it was because I was perceiving energies even then. It was a more, hmm, again, removing limitations. And then because I'm such in my head that I don't get stuck on storylines, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how to describe that. I don't just get stuck in 3D stories. Well, you so had, would you say, you ahead. had just interrupt <laughs> you had just been introduced to a new level of energy that you probably hadn't very often come across in your regular three D life. That in and of itself, just being exposed to that higher frequency, causes you to resonate at a higher frequency. They don't have to do anything; just being in their presence would have done it. Makes sense? Oh yeah. Oh no, I do because even that. That guru or whatever came through and he did this. And I'm not trying to diss anybody because it was a legit thing. The just moved. He literally came through and did my third eye activation. There's a whole lot I don't want to get into here only because I don't want people to think, well, then Crazy Derek had that guru activated. So that's what did it. No, it's not. Yes, that's happened. But I've had a, a countless other things happen, experiences. So I don't want anybody. That's why I don't usually talk about these because I don't want that to be focused on. That wasn't the magic potion that turned it on. That was one of many understandings or aha moments I had during these times that helped me put my puzzle of reality into a bigger perspective. That's what happened. But yeah. Let me give you, give you uh, it, all right. You see, you get to, okay, you, you've been programmed from birth to do a certain mission. And as you're getting, through, going through your life, you're, learning things but at that certain point where shungai came into your life 
and it did for for anybody that's gotten into the Shanghai wave I think of it you know when it when it happens to you it's it's not like you are led to the energy fields that you need to upgrade it didn't have to be that guru or that situation there are everybody has a unique situation it could be that you wander into a particular area of the forest and all of a sudden that energy in the forest activates you you are the you know you're the vehicle being guided now once you get into a balanced state you're more connected to your higher self your higher self is guiding you to energy fields we go, oh, I had this most amazing experience. You had a most amazing experience so that you could be put into the energy field that your body's going to resonate to. And that is how we are upgrading, in my opinion. Yep, multi-layered thing. Even even that, my diet was changing, my thoughts, everything. It just, yeah. I say, just be open to change. Change is usually good. And, a little rough and rocky, but... And ahead. let your imagination flow. You know, a lot of a lot of this is just being given a vision of what can be. You know, and that's what why I really like this story because the and the synchronicity. Once you're once you're following the right path, the synchronicities come. Of course, it would have been the date. You know that you got to introduce not only to Shanghai but to this this young lady. You know, of course, it would be synchronicity. Time doesn't exist. Yes, yes, yes. Every, all of this is true. So that other people, you know, will be more inclined to let their imagination go instead of saying, oh, I don't think that's happening. I'm not going to, you know. I tell the story about a, a horse manifesting right in front of me with, you know, the Archangel Gabriel on top of him. And it was, I mean, I smelt the horse and heard his hoof before I turned around and saw him. And when I did, I was like, Oh, I don't believe this. As soon as I said I don't believe this, it won't disappeared. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I say, oh, is this real? <laughs> I ask a question, not make a statement, not make the contract walk. <laughs> you know? Anyway, back to you guys. That's that's why I went at that thing too. I was one of the few in the audience, I think, that well, saying in my head, well, of course she's doing that. Why wouldn't she be? Blah blah blah. Where others were amazed, I'm like, well, she's really intuitive. I mean, can see. So now it wasn't. And you're right. It was the opening up to the energies and being in the environment, being around like-minded individuals that hold certain frequencies. There is something to that. Um, and just on the inverse again, be around a bunch of people in pissy attitudes and energies. Guess how you're gonna feel? And we all know this. So, no, it makes a difference to be around that that open-minded or spiritual metaphysical community and or like-minded people because that does have an effect on those frequencies around you. Um, you can, you can kind of boost yourself from it, you could say. Well, not to brag, but every time somebody listens to one of our shows, they, they're opening the door to new energies, right? So every time you listen to a show, not just our show, but any show, anything, you're opening yourself up to energies. So if you look at something or hear something and it doesn't feel good, stop listening. Stop looking. Walk away from it. Go turn on a 528 Hertz song. <laughs> you know? Be aware of your energy environment. You know, situation awareness. What's your energy feels? What's happening around you? Um, Jalissa, 
Mark, either of you have anything you want want to mention or Walt? Anybody? Good lord. Well, I guess talking about <laughs> uh, Shungite and being introduced to it and I can talk a little bit about when I first met Derek and walked into Mystical Wares. Um, so I previously to Mystical Wares or my knowledge or uh, Shungite being introduced to me, I was had a series of events happening uh, in my life, just crazy things. And it's kind of my life's always been that way, but never been able to speak of it. Uh, but I kind of got to a point of not accepting a uh, certain BS, I guess, and finally started putting down some boundaries. And as I started doing that, it's like, whoa, I could feel like just literally like the wind at my back in certain certain situations that happened. And I was like, oh, okay, keep going on wherever, whatever I'm doing, just keep going because there's a lot of stuff behind me, uh, a big push, I guess, energetically. And um, it was May 2019 when I first met Shungite. So it was already kind of in my ear for, um, I think it was since Fukushima. Uh, my mom, she uh, was very much a conspiracy theorist, I guess you could say. Not that it wasn't, uh, I didn't believe like the things that she would uh, tell me about, but it was more I couldn't get sucked into like the fear of some of the things that she'd tell me. And it's like, oh, yeah, I know course those things are happening of course you know why wouldn't they be um but uh so she was like oh you got to get your hands on shungite and i was like okay whatever mom <laughs> uh but finally may 2019 it was after, like a couple days after mother's day she's like look me hi i got i finally got some shungite and i it was a little pyramid and i got my hands on it and i was like oh my gosh i have to have this and she's like look up nancy hopkins and so she had heard you somewhere and I was like, okay, mom. So once, like I said, once I finally like felt it for myself or it was in my field, um, I looked you up and found Cosmic uh, Reality website and noticed that it had a Darrington address. And I was like, mom, the store is in Darrington. She's like, oh, is it a physical store? I'm like, no, I think it's just a uh, online store. So I ordered some Shungite and then, you know, ordered some more. And actually, I think I, um, I'm in the Shungite Reality book um yeah talking about that experience and um you know how it came into my life but then um I ordered I think it was yeah it was September 2019 I was getting ready to go to a wedding and I wanted to order a necklace and earrings that matched on the website but it was a little you know little pricey at that point for me so I was like oh, I'll just order one um, I think I ordered the earrings and so I got them shoot I think I ordered them on a Monday and it was like Labor Day weekend so maybe September 1st I'll have to go back because I have the invoice still I ordered them and I was like regretted not ordering the necklace and I'm like oh darn it but it came in I ordered it on a Monday it got sent out and I received it on Thursday and my invoice said oh we just opened a store in Mount Vernon because um, Maureen had noticed my address was in Mount Vernon and she told me where it was and so that same day that I received it I went into the store and Maureen was like I was like hi I'm Jalissa <laughs> I just ordered this and she's like I just sent that out how did you get it already I'm like I don't know when did you open yesterday I'm like oh <laughs> and then um, here comes 
I think Maureen went to go tell Derek that I just sent a package out to this girl and she's here. So here comes Derek. And then all of a sudden, like I have a really good filter normally uh, with all the different, you know, I have multiple thoughts at once and I usually have a pretty good filter because I know that a lot of whatever comes out of my mouth, most people aren't going to get. So here's Derek and then all this stuff just start coming out of my mouth and I was so embarrassed because I was like oh my gosh where's my filter at this wasn't and of course it was supposed to be meant for him to hear so I don't know how much you remember of that I remember the interaction yeah. I mean all that not eats words and no yeah oh yeah yeah that was uh, that was now everything's changed yeah new story <laughs> Shungite, yeah. Yeah, because that was the first store, which was just a rather well small compared to where you moved to, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a tiny little shoebox. I call it place that we we actually did classes in. There were like five or six people at a time. Was all back room. We were we were still doing them though. And now you have fifty people, and you Jalissa works at that new store. (laughs) (laughs) So. Do you have other topics, Nancy, you want to go to? Or Mark, did you have other things um, on Facebook or anything while we have time? Um, were, were you having any online events coming up, uh, interviews, um, anything like that, upcoming new items? Oh, you already talked about your interview that you did with uh, Dave Robinson and Bill. There's... And then today you have, you're going to be doing a video uh, for the German audience, is that right? Yeah, but it's hard to talk about those things yeah. when I don't have dates or links to show anybody. Yeah, so he will be on, I think, I believe, Blue Collar Mystics. Yeah, coming okay. up again, so another podcast. And I'll get links and share those things when we get them done and they're posted. Um, but yeah, we have some stuff coming up. And like I mentioned off air, some events I'm going to be in, and we'll get those on video and links too. Um, anything around here that, um, I know we have Dr. Koppelman coming in and, I'm doing a Shungai class or something. And you put oh, Shungai you are. Yeah. That's in Bellingham. So Derek will be a guest speaker at um, Rising. Moon. It's hard, you guys. So sorry about the pauses over here. We're doing this because there is really a lot going on. It's just juggling. Okay, did this actually get approved and it's on the calendar yet? So I, I literally have to take my days day by day and ask, okay, what's on the docket today? Am I doing sessions? Are they remote? Am I speaking? So what is it, Show. So Derek will be speaking at Rising Moon Meadows in Bellingham, uh, speaking on energy shungite and beehives. But I don't think you have anything online right now. So you have a lot of recordings coming up um, that will be aired later. We have a fair this coming weekend at the store. And we'll be having another fair next weekend, so back-to-back fairs. Were there any questions, Mark, on Facebook or anything for Walt and Nancy or myself or anyone? Um, I'll look at Facebook, but I think a good topic is maybe top three or top five buys in your store in regards to back to school. So just off the top of my head, um, you have, or last time I looked, was the resin buttons, S4 resin buttons to where if, if kids or like anybody who doesn't like stuff on their wrists as for bracelets or neck or like a necklace the button can be sewn on clothing or somewhere that that's for school since you know there's always wi-fi or something like that um 
then you can get the S4 magnet for a student's chair if, if, or the teacher. Um, of course, the S4 sticker for the Wi-Fi router, if there's one in the school or um, in the room. Um, yeah, so what are like, um, or maybe testimonies that were shared, but like top three or top five buys in your store for back to school. Um, let let yeah. me mention one of them because I was just playing with it last night. And it's these these uh, pins. Derek, the ones you sent me, it's got different Im images on it. but I was just going to bring them up. Yeah, I was going to say, Mark, you're talking about the buttons or pins because I think we're calling them buttons I just saw on the website. But Nancy, what she's talking about is, uh, yeah, the ones Nancy's talking about, are the, um, I guess a button would be a, big, a better word name for it. The, the little ones with the pin on the back that you can put on your clothes and they have dragons, bees, unicorns, a buckyball, a butterfly. And behind the the pin or button sandwich in the again you can like hook on your clothing is a piece of the shungite rubber so in essence you got a little shungite sticker on you and you can put it on your backpacks and we'll come out with other images we just wanted to cover the spectrum on these little buttons um that again nancy was talking about so we had the dragon and there looks like you can buy them individual or a five pack um so those are good uh mark and then i didn't realize the it was a rubber in them and that oh, ma that makes that makes sense because um, it just happened that the, the package, I, it was on the table under something, and I moved the something, and I saw it. And so that was the day before I'd had the problem with my foot. And that's when I was, having, I was doing the DMSO treatment, and I look at these things, and I went, huh. And I took one of them, and I put it and just held it over my, my foot, and I could feel the field. You know, farther away in, you know, I said, oh, wow, this is really powerful. And it makes sense that it was the rubber. I just thought it was the powder in there. But it's the rubber. And, of yeah, course, the, the, and, and the rubber works with the skeletal system of the, of the body. That's what my experience is. A lot of other things, but the skeletal system. So that's very interesting. It is the rubber in there. And it's silver-saturated, right? Yep, it is. Yeah, because... Some people didn't want the little blacks or even in still answering Mark's question, the little keychains with paw prints or hearts on them, uh, things like that. You can hook on backpacks or clothing, but not everybody wants that and or they can heat. If Let's say you're in Texas. Well, a little resin keychain is not going to last too long in the heat. Well, now you have these buttons um, that can be done as well, and they, they don't expire. They, they have the Shanghai rubber, and they're like we're talking about. I'm trying to think of the others. Maybe some well, I took, I took the one that I had been playing with and stuck it on my – baseball cap oh yeah there you go i mean yeah. you you gotta try that one that one was cool i mean i i was like oh i'm gonna put three of these on there and i thought well you're gonna look a little strange <laughs> you know with this little yeah you know it's a new concept of the uh tinfoil hat <laughs> yeah oh yeah i mean no that's funny and nobody knows you got shungite in there so you got the little pins um oh yeah that's a good idea we got we even have shungite on the website, Shungite Donuts or keychains, so little tiny, maybe an inch and a half um, across the diameter. It's going to be, and they're just solid Shungite. They're called donuts or pie stones. They're called lots of little things, um, but those are good ones that you can slip into a backpack. Or again, sometimes they're they have a little um, little. They're wound for a pendant, is what I'm telling you. So you can put a keychain loop on there. So those are another answer that would be good for school and whatnot. I mean, the Shungite rubber is. The biggest thing is nowadays, and some schools are handing out 
electronics, computers, laptop, whatever, and you can't go sticking your own stickers on those things, but Shungite rubber, you can put a little dab on there somewhere. Um, and that's one way of, you know, getting around that issue. So there's, yeah, just be creative. Yeah, for teachers. I mean, remember, I've got the radio 5G. We, we did a lot of studies in what was happening with the children and everything else. And if you're a teacher, get that rubber and all the electronics in the, in the room. Just put a little dab of that rubber on, on the, the, the thing. And your whole classroom will be mwah, idyllic. Instead of having, I mean, one of the one of the saddest things I ever heard was, we had given a pendant to, uh, well, we had, this little girl had a pendant. She had a friend of hers. She really liked the friend. Got it. Asked her mom to get another pendant for um, her friend. So that's what happened. And then that day that he got out of the classroom, and got in the car with his mom. His mother said, and how would your day go? Oh, my God, it was such a great day. He said, you know, Jordan gave me this, this, this pendant, and he's showing it to her. And he said, so we had to work on those computers, and I didn't get the headache. And then the mother said, what do you mean the headache? And he said, well, every time I work on the computers, I get a headache, but I didn't get a headache. I feel good. You know, so how many kids are actually realizing that these things aren't making them feel good? But they're not saying anything to anybody. It broke my heart. But now he had Shungite, you know. And um, he also said something weird. He said, and how, how did he phrase it? It was something to the effect of, and everybody knew we had the Shungite, you know. And so we didn't ask him what he meant. But we asked Jordan, Jordan, you know, da-da-da. And she said, Oh yeah, the the kids they seemed to be aware that we something was happening because they kept looking at us and looking at the computers. Like the computer was affecting the shungite the shungite that they had on them was affecting their computers and their computers were in the network and so the other kids were feeling this weird thing happening to their computers didn't have a clue as to what it was. But they knew it was something that was happening from that part of the room where these two kids were sitting there with their shungite pendants. So, yeah, p please, teachers, any teacher, and if you know a teacher, gift them the rubber. Just a little dab on every piece of electronics in there. Nobody's going to notice it. It's pr pretty rugged. It's not going to come off, and you're going to change the entire environment if you're, you're, you're not only, <laughs> it might even affect the entire school network. Just threw that out. Will, it, will, uh, will the Shanghai get rid of those books that teaches children to have uh, sex with grown-ups? Ooh, maybe, maybe they'll self-combust, you know, because nothing, yeah. nothing evil can get around Shungite. They'll just, they bring the books in and they'll just all burst into they'll flames. They'll disintegrate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> so, okay, Mark. <clears throat> so we had a, some chat uh, requests. Let me see. Uh it's good for high schoolers too, people in college. As far as like a school buy, back to school buy is uh, Shanghai belly button ring. I tried to find the likeness in the store. Like, okay, what can maybe take the place of that? I mean, you had the keychains, but um, I don't know. Is that is that something? Earrings, like the, the cuff, cuff oh, right. 
No, you would need to put it through a belly button piercing. I guess you could, uh, no, we don't have any now, but you could take an eight or six millimeter shungite bead and just integrate, I don't know, I wouldn't only use silver, by the way, silver or gold, I guess. Use a good metal, we'll put it that way. Um, if you're going to do that, and you can make your own. We don't have those, no, I don't. I don't know that we have enough demand to make those either. Try and fiddle them together. Oh, so that's the one with the the three beads, right? And then is that something to to take? And then, like, I don't know. Just, I would just... buy a small bracelet because we have the small beaded Shungai bracelets, and you could just cut one of those suckers apart and use the beads and hook it on that way. Is something you could do. But really, if you're trying to get Shungai in that area, we have the skin bomb. Draw it on. People should yeah. be yeah, use that as like drawing on your energy centers. That's gonna move energy. You got um and there's little Do you have a uh, Shanghai nail polish available? Yeah. Shanghai uh, paint and or nail polish, you can call it either way. Yes, that does work. Um and or that well not rubber on your skin, but I mean if you're trying to get in that area, say work on that mid chakra area, I mean you could paint the Shanghai rubber on your belt buckle or something. I mean there's the round Shanghai uh what do we call it? Discs. A little two-inch across pieces of shungite rubber that can be put under a, um, a waistband there. Yeah, that'd be good. I mean, the ink could be applied. Actually, there's a good story. Um, a teacher, local teacher here, had some trouble students, so they put, they taped three uh, shungite rocks under the seat, and then uh, that completely changed, and the student was fine. So if any, if someone has like a problem with the, with a classmate, then where's the classmate sit? Then they can just put that like a bully thing or class disruption. Just take three rocks and then tape it under this person's seat. So that that could work too. It's an idea. Yeah, you, I mean, no, that's a good idea. You can also take our Shanghai rubber and like Jalissa was just going to say um, on the behind the scenes, you're painting them on air clips and things. Yeah, hey. lots of places that you can use it. Cool. Um, let's see what else. I think, I think that kind of covers it all, right? I, I know that, that cell towers are, are popularly being put up at uh, schools. So here in the neighborhood, the, uh, a school like um, track and field and uh, play area, they have like three of these kind of towers. So I was able to plant... Um, few rocks i think i put nine rocks like i dug it in i think it was a high school or, or elementary school and put nine rocks under the uh the tower so that's an idea for people too. just buy some rocks or even they could just use the powder right you could you know you mentioned that track i used to do cross-country track and field lots of sports and i think i'm thinking about my cleats they would have the little spikes that you could unscrew on your cleats and i played golf for a while too and same thing there long story short you could take the shungai paint or rubber or powder put it under those cleats that are threaded and you can then secure it in there so that's a way of introducing shungai into your you know soles of your various cleats or soles mm -hmm. okay so i mean you know kids in school doing that um so there's this thing with uh Inelia benz that's a good <clears throat> i think walt had uh highlighted it um, early in the week, um, about the splitting of the worlds. I don't know, is that a good conversation or is that being saved for the next show? 
I don't know if I read, I haven't been in email in a while yet, so I haven't read much, so I don't know how much time we have. And Nancy Waltz, it's kind of on you guys. I guess you could do it on both shows. So, um, let me see. Uh, others have started talking about the split. I think this is the split of frequencies from low to high frequency between light and dark experiences. Um, <clears throat> let me see. Uh, I'm having trouble. Embodying the higher self. Um, uh, it was just a list of stuff. See, I believe love conquers all. I know that we are all connected at a deeper level. Believe in nature. Born to make positive change on the planet. So that, I think this is for the new earth. Um, embodying, uh, creating the new earth. Um, uh, see, I know that change has to begin in me before we can change the planet. I'm willing to embody my highest self. In order to create change on Earth, I know this means the change begins with me at home. So I think this is her newsletter she sends out. Um, people talking about the split. So is there um are are we seeing that out there oh, as far as maybe customers coming in, uh, testimonies, emails, um, experiences? Yeah, okay, how I would describe that one would be not a split, not a new word. Think it was a new. Um, radio station let's work with that analogy so they're finding it and they're choosing to be in those songs more often than the 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 older or lower songs and it's just such a tough thing to talk about but so yes i'm seeing it it's just i would describe it differently because it's not like all of a sudden they walk around in, in butterflies and sunshine all day and nothing happens to them but what does happen is the way they respond to or perceive the more negative things in their environment um it doesn't get to them as much, doesn't, you know, get down in there. So then they get through that energy quicker um, would be a way of doing it. Because when somebody asked me, well, is the whole planet going to, and you're not saying this, but I have it put similar to this, is it all of a sudden going to wake up and the whole frequency, and you can word it however, change, and there's a new planet, and everybody's happy in sunshine. I'm like, I don't know, I didn't get that memo. But what I can tell you is when the energies and frequencies change that I see and perceive around myself and others, and when you experience more of it, um, I, again, you, if you use your tools, your imagination, your manifesting, your buckyball, shungite, things like that, you don't sit in those energies as long. So it's not even a changing. It just changes. It, it expands your perception is what it does as you become more. It doesn't take you out of this classroom or environment. It just helps you see things differently. And just in that alone uh, can change your life. Um, even if you're still in, you know, living in the down and out and whatever place you may not like or job situation, relationship, whatever, all of that can still change just with your perception. Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you, Derek. Um, I don't, I'm open to other topics. Anybody have anything they want to come up come up with? Jalissa, do we have anything going on around? Well, stuff all the time. Uh, I guess just people we're, keep we're, paying attention. We're uh, talking electronics earlier, so I'll give you some kind of training. We were talking, before you hear the first hour we talked, I vaguely talked about when I'm walking around getting anxious or heightened, whatever, lights and oh stuff. So any yeah, of that stuff. It's Go been ahead. happening so much more. And, well, it kind of, it always happened with me too, but I yeah. think it's just more, um, it's stronger. So like, for instance, at home, I'll, you know, I can have several thoughts going in my mind, but if I'm like, have something specifically that I'm talking to myself about in my head, like the lights will flicker, and then it's like, um, oh, is that con confirming? Lights will flicker again. I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. Um, 
Yeah, even things with ghost boxes, we've got countless EMF and magnetic detectors, just electronic trinkets for measuring this, that, and the other, and they all respond and very quickly in those those environments. I'm immediate too. So it's I don't know, just a lot of that going on, and I'm not really sure where to take that, other than I suggest we all pay attention to our reality because there's no way it's just happening around us. It's got to be the happening everywhere. Can I talk about what happened last night with the cookie in the nose? <laughs> Oh, geez. Yeah. So um, we had a friend uh, that um, I was messaging last night, and they're worried because their three-year-old stuck a cookie up their nose, and they couldn't get it out. A little tiny animal cookie, yeah. like an inch long. And so they're in a lot of pain, and they couldn't get it out, and they're starting to, you know, freak out about it. And then here comes Olivia. Like, oh, how do you get that out? Because we're like, okay, let's just try to, you know, send energy to keep the child calm to make it easier to dislodge. And then Derek asked Olivia, or do you know how to get something out of a <laughs> nose? Just like, ra- not randomly, but um, intuitively was, asked, yeah. you know, Olivia. And Olivia's like, I just saw a video on that last night. That's weird. And it's like, uh, explain how to um, blow through it or, um, Hold, I can explain. Yeah. yeah, hold one nostril. And actually, let me add on, not to cut you off, but to add on what it was. And I was sitting there ignoring myself. So, yeah, even a little intuitive there, sitting there not paying attention. I get asked this, and I'm like, I don't know how the heck to do that. But in my head, so intuition, I'm told, ask Olivia. And I ignore it. It tells him three times. And finally, I wake up in the moment, go, fool, you're a little intuitive. You might want to listen. And I'm having this chat with myself. So then Olivia walks down right on cue as if it's a play. Olivia, do you know? And then all of a sudden, like Tulsa said, well, just last night I saw this and blah, blah, blah. Long story short, something lodged in a nostril of a child. Um, there's YouTube videos on this. Hold the other nostril shut, blow in their mouth, and it'll shoot it out their nose is what it is. Um, I'm not giving you medical advice. But that's how it all went down. She brought it up because of the, the painfully obvious synchronicities and all the little breadcrumbs that tied together to make that happen, again, just last night. Yeah. So stuff like that happens all the time. Oh, great, great. Um, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, sorry, uh, Dolly uh, just put in chat, Derek and Jalissa, it would be fun if you could randomly interview a shopper from the store. So, yeah, I mean, we have so many customers come in on a daily basis uh, talking about, like, the energies or what they feel or something happened or they're just brought in interactions we have we'd have to have a little drone floating above when they it's a good idea and i like that i wish we could do that but it's it's yeah the things are just so unbelievable and they happen so fast sometimes and it's and then from this perspective it's like hang on for the ride because the synchronicities you have to climb over them they're all over the place there's no breadcrumbs there's piles of bread yeah and a lot of times it's for the other like the the customer coming in like they needed their synchronistic thing or like Mm -hmm. oh why did you give me six of those instead of three when oh, giving yeah. a gift and it was like oh just i don't know i was gonna give you three but then decided six and it was it was for the other person the, the synchronistic things i know she's being vague we do some a lot of gifting around here and too much in that so when those things happen there's always we're intuitively led and there would be a reason for it um always so we just pay attention to that in this environment all of us because it again it happens all the time it's not a a random remember last week no i don't remember yesterday because there's so many things that happen day by day, and I'm not exaggerating. It's crazy. Well, well uh, talking about last week, last <laughs> week we were going to bring her on to 
talk about the problems you were having from the uh, spiritual side in your new abode. Talk, we were going to get into some of what we got here, Tim. So, um, go well, I don't know if they're necessarily problems. Well, I guess we talked a little bit about the electrical and the lights flickering, and so it happens kind of a lot uh, at our house. Like, it happens here at the store, too, but at the house, it, um, yeah, just everything. I think it's because we're in that water. So, we're right up, but our next door neighbor is a wetlands preserve, big living ponds, not stagnant water, lots of orgone energy, ducks, things happening, and a, a green belt behind us. So I think that's what it is, too. So we have heightened energies there. Oh, yeah. And then all of us. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Are there any specifics? I, again, we go so f Oh, my gosh. I don't even know. Yeah, I, I don't even know. I can't think right now what's happening there. Was it? Oh, it might have been the night um, the kids came home and were, you know, settling down for dinner. And just knocks kind of kept happening, and I'm like, okay, it wasn't it wasn't electrical, it was like actual knocks, and I thought it was like the cat playing with something. It was cat was innocent; they were just sitting there while something else was trying to get our attention. But it was like so loud. I'm like, the kids are like asking about it. They weren't scared, but it was it got loud enough or frequent enough to where I didn't want them to be scared. I was like. Derek, can you do some clearing? <laughs> because, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, um, and like I said, it wasn't scary. It was just like, oh, okay, this is kind of really trying to get our attention. It wasn't bad, just something wanted to communicate. Yeah. And I had said, put out there, not right now. I don't want to communicate. I don't want to scare the kids. But then here comes Derek with the electronics wanting to ask questions. I'm like, I just told them no. I don't, <laughs> like, just do a clearing. <laughs> uh, so then after that, clearing it was a big clearing and things calmed down but then we had uh, a raccoon come visit and a possum come visit and it was almost like we were we were armored but then the clearing changed the ar armor to allow certain things to come in i don't know it was weird can you i built uh, yeah i didn't when the armoring thing would be uh what people would call you know, smudging their property, this, and another. I just do it real quick, and I, we got limited time. So when I did that, I removed a heavy excess overage energies from our uh, – because when I live somewhere, I, I let's just say, lay claim to that. So I want to be the biggest energy player in the room, let's just say. And I'm going to blast my love songs. So then I, I etherically owned our space in my – again, let's be blunt with our terms. Imagination goes way past that. And then cleared it, and yes, that brings in the all the animals from bats to raccoons to possums. They'll they'll find that oasis then and get their own clearing. So what she's saying is, well, when you do the clearing and on cue, boom, over the fence, climbing out the woodlands, comes raccoons and then possums, one after the other. Long story short, jumping in, getting their own clearing is what happens there. Well, I think yeah. it's interesting that you know it's like it happens so often that it, it it's just part of what is happening. You know, for and it happens for other people. But I was watching this. I never watch these things, but because you guys were going to do that ghost hunting type of thing, there mm -hmm. was uh, ghost hunters. So I, it was it was on, and I just sort of like started watching it. Well, it was an interesting place. It was an olive plantation in California, and I think it was Manassas, California. I don't know if that's true, um, but. They had uh, this vat room where the olives were going to be, you know, get their, their big, big, huge 
50 gallon vat things right and they all have the ability to have a cover on them and stuff so a lot of people said that was where the center of all this activity was so this two guys go off out of the building and this one guy he goes in there and he starts being aggressive yeah why don't you show me you know this is tight right you know and all of a sudden there was this bang and like a little girl, this guy started running and screaming. You thought he was going to be murdered. I mean, it, got, it was, I'm laughing. I was laughing so hard because it's like, here you are, you big ghost hunter here, and you're antagonizing something that people have said is very dangerous, you know, not just a simple thing. And a bang, you know, scares the crap out of you. And sure enough, one of the, uh, the lids had been smashed down. Because they only had one lid that had the cover on it. And when they went back, there was a second one. But it wasn't on the vat. It was right between, It was sitting up between two vats. But that was probably the sound it made. Because they picked it up and dropped it. And he said, yeah, that's the sound. But I had to think about you guys. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, I hope you're not going to be like these little girls running in terror. Uh, what's happening <laughs> with that? And it made me think about, well, ask you, what's happening with that? Yeah, project. I'm not exactly a guy you can scare. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't. I don't. Yeah, don't have much time for that. Yeah, are you still going to pursue this at some point? Oh yeah, we have, actually we were chatting about that yesterday. The whole um, extra dimensional communications, the videos and stuff. Oh yeah, we're just got we're juggling a lot with food trucks, changes in the business, lots going on right now. <clears throat> so yes, we're going to pursue it. It's just going to be a whole lot slower. Um, is all but no we're not changing anything we're going to continue doing different things we that's where the fun is in this life is changing trying stuff yeah we have a we're planning a little bit of a makeover inside the store as well move things around so we have a lot on our plates but it will happen not boring correct nope never boring nope always stuff happening it's just a matter of how much you can handle at once Walt, you've been quiet for a while. Is there anything that you would like to ask them or comment on? Uh, no, no, I was just, I was make, I was commenting with Jasmine on the radio chat. Uh, you know, we we're, we're talking about the things that are changing with the energies, and I was reminded of uh, the worst for me was the Labor Day last uh, Monday. Uh, it was like uh, I was reminded of you when you have to travel. Like you said when you come back, your house doesn't feel like you're all Monday. It was the worst because it's like it's my house. Everything looks the same. The animals, everything is exactly the same. But nothing felt like my house. It was like in a complete in a stranger's house. It was awful. Nothing. Everything, even though everything was identical nothing felt like it wasn't my place i've never been here i, I don't know what this place what this place is it was the weirdest feeling so i don't know what it means but that's how it was for me the whole day derek can you take a look at it yeah that's <clears throat> excuse me it's it probably seemed like he was kind of saying out of place like in a, a different environment it's a what I can say when I was just looking at it when he was actually describing that, there was like a, an energy bubble. I know that doesn't really say much that, that you were going through, and it was out of sync with the other reality. And even that is weird, and how do you describe that? Um, so 
No, I don't have a description. I can see what's going but, on. It, go ahead. But it was was it my energy bubble or a oh. energy bubble? It was a energy bubble that you entered is what it was. So an environmental thing is what I would say. And then you kind of held oh. on to it. Yeah. So, I don't know. God, I'm trying to think of a visual analogy I can say. If you, yeah, you walked through bubbles. Some of the, It was a frequency layer that picked up on you. So until that was removed or dissipated, your reality would have would have been affected your perception of it i say god this is crazy things to talk about um yeah because it doesn't quite make sense being so limited in our, our words yeah it wasn't anything you did you were going to get out of it so whenever we find ourselves that's what i was trying to reverse and think okay something three no, i'm thinking of uh dolly's posse how uh, I, I i set up an agreement where i i gave permission for the uh, members of my posse and other posses to come here when they need a place to relax. It used to be like in, in her house because uh, some time ago it was determined that uh, they they need a safe place to hang around. So I gave my permission to that. As long as they're not serv- service to self entities, you know, they're welcome to be here. Uh, I, I thought of that, but I never had that issue before. It was so weird. You know, everything is identical to what you see every day. But it didn't feel like my place. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, yeah. But we're at... Neat. Go ahead, okay. Nancy. No, go ahead quickly. We were one minute. No, that's what I'm saying. The, the group describing it, because, yes, it was a, a different energy in your environment that you kind of got into. So that's a good thing, by the way. But it would have felt mm. different. It didn't feel uh, bad or uncomfortable. It was just so different is like this isn't my house <laughs> i don't know where yeah but it isn't my house well maybe tonight <laughs> with cosmic reality will ask dolly um yasmin will be on with us and uh, chronicles is going to follow here you guys all want to just say good night please or goodbye or good day or whatever thank bye, you for buddy. having me goodbye appreciate everybody appreciate you all appreciate you thank you yep see you next time You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.